<laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Blonde Moments Podcast. My name is Melinda Collins. And I'm Gina Vogie. And we're laughing because I said, no matter how I open this show, it's trash. <laughs> I just, yeah, why is it so hard to do an intro? But I felt that. I was like, yeah, I feel like my intros are fucking <laughs> trashed. <laughs> my favorite one to date is when I said we were Oprah Winfrey's favorite podcast. <laughs> Maybe can, we are. Can and you she imagine just her listening to us? Doesn't know it yet. Oh, I don't, I don't know about all that. <laughs> Did you watch the Oprah Winfrey interview with uh, Harry and... Um, Meghan Markle? I did not, but I did read like a couple little blurps on it. I did too. I didn't read. I <laughs> I know what I'm talking fantastic about. today. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I couldn't even think of Meghan Markle's name. I didn't either, but I saw like some clips on Good Morning America about it. What was notable to you? Um, she had talked about like her being suicidal, mm -hmm. which I didn't know. And I thought that was really sad. Did it say when? Like what period I of her life? I believe when she was pregnant. With, oh, okay. I don't know whether their first or second child. I, I didn't That's catch even more all of scary. it. But they were getting ready to go to an event. And I guess Harry was like, maybe you shouldn't go. You know, like I think concerned for her. And she was like, no, I can't be alone. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So apparently it was like really bad. So that's awful. I feel so sad for that, you know? Yeah. It's interesting to me considering like when you think of people who are royalty, I mean, it's not a job I would want no. because you're, it's like so structured and you have to live under someone's thumb. And you, the public eye yeah, as well. It, you don't think you're going to be miserable. I mean, it's got to be like Britney Spears. I mean, everybody is like critiquing every little thing you do. Yeah. Judging you on what you wear, how you act, how you look, mm -hmm. especially the women. Like the men don't get that that much. But I mean, people are like, oh, I would love to be a princess. I'm like, I'd love to live in the castle. <laughs> yeah, but that's about it. Yeah. And then I. That's sad. It's so sad. I'm so glad that she's doing better now. Um, and then there was a lot of talk, I guess, while she was pregnant um, about the color of their baby skin. They were concerned that it could be too dark. What? And that was really upsetting to her as well, too, for obvious reasons. Oh, my um, but God. They wouldn't say specifically who was, you know, saying this, but it was a lot of people, I guess. And, yeah, that would be very upsetting, too, you know. People are awful. I know. Are you serious? That's yeah. what. Bleh. I, I know. Gross. It, that's that's horrible. I, like, it, as a parent, the only thing you should ever have to worry about with your baby is that your baby is healthy. Yes. Right? That's all you really want when you're pregnant is your baby just to be healthy. Mm -hmm. Like, you sh who, who cares the Again, color of the child's skin? Another point as to why it would not be fun being royalty. Right. Yeah. I mean, she was crushing it as a. A big girl on deal or no deal. Right. She was not feeling suicidal then, right? Damn. I don't think so. Damn yeah. royalty. Damn becoming a princess. <sighs> I don't I don't really follow them very much. So I don't actually know 
why they decided to leave or anything. I'm not like one of those crazy people who like sat up and watched the wedding. And I, me either. But after like catching a little tidbits of this interview with Oprah, I would actually like to watch the whole interview. I'm I'm curious now as to why they did leave. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was because of her mental health. I'm that's a possibility, right? I don't know. I need to. I did see that Tyler Perry offered to let them stay at his house with like maximum security when they first moved to the United States, which I thought was very nice. Yeah. But screw that. Mm-hmm. I'm not for me. All right. So uh, there is, I've been catching up on TikTok stuff lately. I've actually grown to love it. I'm still not a big fan of people and choreographing their shitty dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there are really funny there's, TikToks. Yes, and there's yeah. some really amazing people who are out there dancing and whatever. But there is this TikTok that I found, and it says there's one question that could reveal if you have psychopathic tendencies. Oh, boy. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk you through it and oh, okay. see what your answer is. <sighs> okay. You guys can play along, too. <laughs> All right, so I want you to close your eyes. Okay. And imagine yourself walking through a dark and eerie forest. Now. Am I naked or am I clothed? You can be whatever you want to be. Okay, I'm naked. So you're naked, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, your heart is pounding and you hear sounds all around you. Suddenly, you hear and feel breathing behind you and you whirl around in terror. Now, what do you see? The Mothman. <laughs> is he dressed like a postman? Fuck yeah. And he's ready to mount me he's because like, I'm naked. <laughs> and he had a package for you. Here is your delivery. Yeah. Well, uh, you are not a psychopath. Woohoo! Because the the que- the answer, the correct quote unquote uh, answer to the question would be dog. So people who have psychopathic tendencies have said that it's a dog, which I think is weird because if I would think like it's my friendly dog, I'm not thinking of like it's like a creepy dog. Yeah. But that it was a man for me when I took oh, the, okay. the test. So it wasn't a dog either. So I was close. Mine was Mothman. It was not dog Mothman. Moth no. Moth Dog Man. <laughs> Moth dog. I mean, I was picturing myself naked in this forest, and clearly it's the moth man behind me. <laughs> and clearly this is your fantasy. Dude, I still never finished my book. I didn't either. <laughs> you know what? I am going on vacation this week. That is going to be my plane read. I'm going to read my Mothman erotica book on the plane. I'm going to finally get it done, and then I'll let you know. How I feel about it. I might get real hot and bothered on the plane. Oh, man. You know. Chris, <laughs> bring along your Mothman outfit. I better bring a blanket, so. But make know. sure you lock those bathroom doors mm-hmm. on the plane. Laud knows I might be on the plane with you. And I <laughs> open the door. And I'm going to Florida, so. Gotta I get- looked at your forecast. You're getting like mid-80s and sun every, every day. day. I know. I'm so excited. But we have some nice weather right now, too, so I can't really complain, but I'm it's jealous. not that nice. No, I'm jealous. Well, speaking of my lovely husband, Chris, he had me watch one of the dumbest documentaries Uh-oh. I've ever watched. Shots fired. 
it was a wasted hour and a half of my time. <laughs> but like after an hour went by and I'm literally I, I I was expecting this to take some type of turn or get more interesting or something. You were giving it the benefit of the doubt. It didn't. It got more depressing. <laughs> <laughs> so if you'd like to waste an hour and a half of your time about a very depressing mall in Jasper, Alabama, you go ahead and go on um, Amazon Prime and watch Jasper Mall. I've never even heard of it. What enticed him to want to watch this? I have no idea. He says okay, he likes Okay, let's set the scene here. So you guys... <laughs> It's nighttime, right? Or is it during the day? It was last night. It was last night. Mm -hmm. So you're crawling into bed together. Mm, While well, we were in our living room. Okay, you're yes. crawling on the couch together. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris is like, hey, I'm kind of in the mood to watch a documentary. Let's see what they have. Or did he bring it to you like, hey, I saw this documentary I want to watch? No, he's like, I love documentaries. So let's watch this. Uh, <laughs> Did you have to pay for it too? I, you know what? I'm not sure. <laughs> so he's. This is the problem. He said he loves documentaries. So as bad as he probably thought it was, he had to put on a brave face and pretend like he liked it because he likes documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> he's like sitting there, like shit. I've done that so many times too, mm -hmm. where I'm like, oh man, you really want to watch this movie? You go watch it, and it's garbage. You know, and then yeah. you feel awful. It's about a dying mall in Jasper, Alabama, called Jasper Mall. Uh, the main guy, <laughs> the main guy was this guy Mike, who was a former zookeeper who serves as the mall's like superintendent security. He always had on a shirt that said Jasper Mall Security and some form of camo pants. Mm. This man must have had like 50 camo this was pants. His uniform. There were so many stores closed in the mall and like they only had one subway left and then the subway closed. Oh, it's never good if the subway closes. Yeah, there was a lady that had like a floral shop. She clothes like she was retiring they had these four dudes that would oh, always excuse me i'm falling asleep. i know <laughs> and then it's more depressing and more depressing he's going inside this like abandoned jc penny with a flashlight and this is the film they're just filming him walking around inside a abandoned jc pennies with no electricity to flashlight off and he's like Look at that. That's cool. Like the way the flashlight was like deflecting off of some metal in <laughs> the old JC Penny. So I okay. I'm gonna stick up for Chris a little bit in this because I used to work at this mall called Northridge Mall. It was in Brown Deer, Wisconsin. It was my very first job was at Sears, which we've talked about, but it was in this mall. Mm -hmm. And the mall since is like abandoned. They all are now. Like malls are well, a dying. It's breed. been abandoned for like 20 plus years, I think. Oh, wow. But there was a photographer who went inside and was taking pictures of what the mall looks like in the inside. And I spent probably a good hour scrolling through those photos. But it was because I had some sentimental value. Like, right. oh, my God, I remember. Because you know who I met there? DMX. And I was like, oh, my God, like right there is where I saw DMX. And I was like, DMX, DMX. He's like, damn, girl, are you OK? Because I was so geeked out. Like, I, I was meeting DMX at this 
shit ass mall, but I don't I, unless I had some sentimental value to Jasper Mall. I don't know yeah. if I'd want to give it a whole hour and a half either. They did talk about there's a lot of mall walkers there at Jasper Mall. But so the mall is technically still open. It's just a failing mall where there's yeah okay like stores just keep closing and it was it was very so depressing. it's not even as interesting as a completely abandoned mall. No, nope. they showed the the guy that used to be the zookeeper mopping. <laughs> Hiring new employees. <laughs> the new employee he hired, he went, took him in the bathroom. He's like, just the other week, someone took a poop on the floor. <laughs> and they asked me, what do I do with this poop? If if you come in here and there's poop, you clean it up. You don't ask me about it. Like, this was the documentary. Oh, my gosh. And they had a Santa that was like the scariest Santa I've ever seen. And then they had just one little kid in line the entire time. Yeah. No, there was actually a, several there, but they it, it was not good. And then uh. they had these four old guys that were always sitting at a table playing dominoes. And then at the very end, they show the zookeeper guy mopping the floor again. He's like, they tell you one of my domino players died? And I was like, what? <laughs> Could this get any more depressing? It just did. And that's how they ended the fucking documentary. I'm like... Wow. Yeah, because they were like four sweet old guys playing dominoes, you know? Jeez. Okay. Major Buzzkill should be the new title. Awful. <laughs> so if you want to. Did you end up watching something after that? that was, no. No. <laughs> that's, why you go to, that's why you couldn't sleep last night. You're like, no. Yeah. Quit mopping. <laughs> Clean up the poop. <laughs> Oh, I'm so, so sorry. if you want to watch a depressing documentary yeah. about a failing mall, go ahead. Go ahead and watch it. And you know what? If you got something out of it that I didn't, then you can tell me about it, okay? <laughs> Other if if not, don't waste an hour and a half of your life like I did. Okay. So, I have a funny article here. A woman publicly shamed her friend after finding his strategically carved sex toy made of soap in his shower. Ooh. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with this. <laughs> so her name's Olivia. She had gone to her friend's house to says to buy his laptop. I don't know. Uh, but maybe buy his laptop and hang out. It was kept waiting for nearly 10 minutes outside his house while he was in the shower. However, when she went into his bathroom to use the toilet, she realized what he'd really been up to when she spotted a yellow bar of soap with a well-worn hole through the middle. This is genius. You're cleaning yeah. and getting some satisfaction at the same time. Right. And you there's no cleanup. Yeah, you're cleaning your dick while jerking off. Sure, I see no problem with this. He probably has the cleanest, cleanest penis. Cleanest penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's from a rap song that Maddie likes to cleanest penis. Uh, whatever. I don't know. Uh, but so she found it hilarious, and she decided to share it on social media, which I think it's funny to learn about. But that would not be somebody I'd consider a friend anymore. No. You don't put them on blast like that. Mm -mm. I mean, it's entertaining for us, yeah, but I wouldn't want to be the one put on blast for it. No, and because that's private. That's if you want people to know that's what you do, like, whatever. But well, maybe he should have put his soap away. <laughs> well, it is literally dial soap. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> hey, but you know what? Like, at least he's not out there doing like worse stuff, right? Jerking and... off on birds and shit. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. She says the shower curtain was back, the shower was wet, the soap was wet, and he'd already told me he'd been in the shower. I thought, dude, did you seriously make me sit outside while you were fucking your soap? <laughs> After I left, I was cackling the whole way home. I couldn't help but laugh. I sent it to one of my friends before I posted it, and she asked what is wrong with me and the people I hang out with. Now, I would have sent this to you. Oh, for sure. But I would not have aired this out to the world. No, but I'm glad she did because that's funny. Yes. <laughs> yes, you he know, got. I don't think there's anything wrong with fucking your soap bar. I think it's all, it's fine. Again, it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like, patent this shit. You're clean. There's no cleanup. I mean, Feels good. now women, we aren't supposed to put soap in our vag because I, I was going to say like a dick shaped soap. You could fuck that nope. in the shower. But I mean, you'd have to put a condom over it, I guess. Mm-hmm. It um, just defeats the purpose. But so it also said that when he saw that it went viral, he blocked her. He was upset that his friend had exposed his secret. He got mad, got really upset. He said people are going to think he's trashy. I actually don't. I'm, I don't. I'm, I think he has a very clean penis. Yeah, I actually, I think you were, what's the word? Brilliant? No. When you figure something out, when you're able to. Inventive? inventive innovative? Creative, inventive, creative? yes. Okay. To, to decide to do something like this. I don't see nothing wrong. I don't either. I don't think it's trashy. Right. Clean dick. You got your rocks off. Just goes down the shower. I think it's in a Biggie song. Yeah, the Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> now, that was a good documentary. Did you watch that? I did not, but we have it in our list. That was really good. Let me find it. Really good, but really sad. Like I, Me and Maddie were talking about that. I'm like, how is this still not solved? Yeah. Two humongous rappers get murdered. And I mean, is it just that nobody's willing to talk? Yeah, I it's don't crazy. Know. It is. It's sad. It but says, it was a good documentary. One More Chance is the name of the song. And it says, Really, though, I got the cleanest, meanest penis. Yes. <laughs> Well, now it says it in here, too, Want That Old Thing Back, which is actually, I believe, the song that Maddie knows, but it says, I got the cleanest, meanest penis. Y'all never seen the stroke of genius. I mean, yeah, he's Maybe considered he one of the greatest for a reason, too. right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, I have a fun article from the Detroit Free Press. Uh-oh. And, Uh-oh. Know, since we've mentioned poop once already in this episode, and I believe it's been a few episodes where we haven't really talked about poop fuck it why not we're gonna talk about it today warren police search for man who pooped in unlocked cars at auto shops oh no employees at two different warren auto shops were shocked when they realized a random man pooped in cars that belonged to customers can you imagine? You know no. what? There was um, a Crank Yankers. I swear. Do you remember that show? Yes. And I think Wanda Sykes was the person calling in and she's like, they, somebody pooped in the backseat of her rental car. It is hilarious. I mean, people it's a thing. will poop anywhere, apparently. <laughs> Security footage showed the man grabbing sanitary napkins, opening a customer's van and pooping inside it. Oh, man. <laughs> Like, what the heck? <laughs> and then you just get your van back and it's got poop in it. <laughs> okay, yeah, here it is. There's a turd in my car. 
It's so I worth the that. listen. It's only like three and a half minutes long, but the whole thing is funny. I love Wanda Sykes. I think she's hilarious. I do too. Oh, I'll man. have to listen to that. Yeah, like, like that. the way she comes, she comes up with different names for the turd too. <laughs> I love so they that. did they end up actually catching him then? Like, no, they haven't caught him yet. Oh, he's, he's on the loose. He's still on the loose. You can't call him a turd burglar. Mm-mm. Hmm. He's just looking for those unlocked cars. <laughs> yeah. Lesson to to learn. Don't Only. leave your cars unlocked. See, it's not just Florida. It's Detroit, too. I'm calling out my sister. She lives in the suburbs of Detroit. You know what? You are from Michigan. I am. I think it's a trail of everywhere you live. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never lived in Detroit. Uh, speaking of, well, we'll, we'll call it foreshadowing. This was hilarious. So one of our listeners, Samantha, sent in a direct message to basically to Gina, but she says, hi, so I've been catching up on old episodes for a while now, and I just got to the true crime episode about Ed Gein. I literally had to pause it because I was laughing so hard when Gina said I wouldn't be accepting meat from some weirdo. Like, bruh, (laughs) you were foreshadowing yourself and you didn't even know it. Be careful of that creepy neighbor and the mystery meat sausage. Things do be wild out in Wisconsin, I guess. Which when I read this, I was seriously laughing out loud because you sure did put that out in the universe to happen to you. And I threw that meat in the garbage. (laughs) You would not. I Is it just me, though? I don't want to sound like a snob, but I have a hard time accepting food from people that's not, like, packaged. Or, I am unless, right there with you. Unless I really know them. Yes. Because even if they, you know, don't have weird intentions, I mean, if they have children, you think of, like, boogers and, like, yeah. kids touching stuff and, like, or if dog they have hair. animals. Yeah, dog hair. Yeah. Or cats being up on the counter and, like, mm-hmm. I... 100 percent agree with you or if they're a smoker which i am not you know like yes so i completely get it when i worked at the dental office we would have patients bring us in you know homemade stuff all the time and everybody would indulge and i'm like i can't i can't either i know what their mouth looks like or you know i know they're like you said a smoker or they have i just one family in particular i knew their kids and they're just like dirty kids i'm like i can't yeah I'm okay. I'm fine without it. Me too. But if it's packaged, you know, that's like totally different. You know, if it's like a candy or something like that that's packaged, I'll, that's fine. But, <laughs> but I mean, this man just – In the paper towel. <laughs> yeah. He handed me fucking mystery meat that, <laughs> that he, he didn't, didn't even, even know, know. <laughs> in a fucking paper towel. <laughs> but she's right. You foreshadowed like a motherfucker, man. You put that uh, out in the universe. Yes. <laughs> Should have had it tested, lab tested to find out what it was because it looked weird as fuck too. Yeah, maybe you would have solved the murder. I was like, is this cooked? Is it not cooked? If you can't even tell if it's cooked, that's bad. Well, because it had a bunch of weird like colors and textures to it. Ew. It was- I remember. I can Honestly, I can vividly see the picture in my mind yeah, that you sent me. It's disgusting. Well, today's episode is on red flags. So any red flags you had in a relationship that man made you run for the hills. I love this one because <laughs> I have one from a girl I work with and this happened to her recently, like this uh, this whole 
thing went down recently. So I, you know what? I guess I'll just start yeah, off with I'm this. like chomping at the bit here. So she had started dating an older man. I mean, she's in her mid-20s. I want to say she's like 24, 25. I'm, I'll have to double check. But she's in her 20s. So and he is in his... Um, I want to say he's was 50. Ugh, that's too much. Of or 40s, age maybe 40s. I just think like you either have to be rich. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> date a man that was like sig- that significantly older than me. Because if I truly loved them, you know there's a big part of your life you're going to be living without them. And yeah, that would be hard for me. So she's just, you know, dating this guy and then all of a sudden randomly receives this Facebook message. She receives it? Yes. Oh, God. And I asked if she would like me to blank out, you know, the names or whatever. That's fair. Uh, She said, uh, his name is Tyler and his wife's name is Karen. Oh. (laughs) Use names. I don't care. (laughs) Yes. So we are fucking calling out Tyler. Tyler and fucking Karen, man. In this right now in this episode. All right. Give me more. (laughs) (laughs) hi there this is tyler's wife karen i'm using my friend's account to reach you since you blocked me which i understand but i wanted to send you a note wait 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 so your friend had blocked karen yes so she knew she knew about her but tyler had been telling her that they were getting divorced you know like everything else blah 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 This is not out of anger, jealousy, or spite. It's simply to let you know the whole truth. If it were me, I'd want to know what I'm walking into. Tyler likely told you that we are in the process of divorce. And technically, while we did file recently, he has been asking me daily for a fresh start, begging me to fix things and telling me he would do anything to stay married. I've been honest about my feelings, telling him I need time, and we agreed over the last several weeks to reconnect and we're trying. So you'll understand how surprised I was to find all of your messages, sex, and naked photos. It's not your fault. I assume you're only involved because you think he is single. I assume the other two women he's sexting, talking to, also on Messenger, (gasps) think the same. I don't know who they are or how he met them either, but their names are, and I won't say their names. Regardless, rest assured that as of this past weekend, our marriage is certainly over. So you can do what you'd like, but I just wanted you to know that he's not been honest with you and you're not special. Which I thought, yeah. Damn. Which I thought was really shitty because, like, this girl didn't know, like, anything. Sure. That was a dig, in my opinion. You're not special. Well, actually, she is special, Karen. She's a fucking sweetheart, and your fucking dirty ass husband, dirty dick, was fucking lying to her. And that does not mean that she's not special, okay? Karen. Karen. It's fitting. She is special, okay, you bitch. <laughs> anyway, we're not even drinking. I know we're Woo! not even drinking. I just didn't like that. No. You're not special. Yeah, she could have just said, "Yeah, you know, you're just not the only one he's doing he's this talking to." to. Yeah. yeah, and it's probably what she meant by it. But she probably still had to get her own little mm-hmm. dig in there. Which I mean, if I, you know, I don't know your friend. I can totally see where the wife is coming from, too. I mean, they're all victims in this. For sure. But it was unnecessary. It was unnecessary, Uh yeah. And I didn't like that. Unfortunately, this is a pattern with Ty. He cheated on his first wife with me 
Well, bitch, what do you think was gonna <laughs> fucking happen? Exactly, like it. it, it he cheated on his tiger, first wife with me. Yeah, a tiger doesn't change his stripes. Yeah, mm-hmm. what did you fucking think was gonna happen? Yeah. Oh, he changed for me, <laughs> bitch. You know what? You're not special. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then he cheated again when I was eight months pregnant with our oh, first son. That's awful. That is horrible. Yeah. Fuck you, Tyler. Yeah, fuck you, yeah. Tyler, you piece of shit. And now this, you're only 25. Okay, so there you go. She's 25. So you have a lot to learn and a lot of life ahead of you. Not sure you want to continue to invest your time with a man who lies, is 20 years older than you, twice divorced, and with four children. Okay, so he's 45. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, that's a <laughs> glaring red flag. Yeah, for sure. So is there any follow-up to that? Like, did she talk to him or? Okay, so then now this is messages from the guy Tyler to to my friend. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry I've been gone all day. Last night, Karen went through my phone. I had no idea how she unlocked it. But at 2.30 in the morning, there was all kinds of drama and screaming here. She saw all of her messages and sent screenshots of everything to her attorney. Today has been hell. I'm sorry to tell you this, but I figured you were owed an explanation. She said, if you, her, or either of your lawyers, and then she put in quotations, funny, you told me she didn't have one, knew even the basics of divorce in this state, you'd know that Wisconsin is a no-fault state where affairs have no impact on divorce or divorce rulings, custody, financials, etc. So there's no reason for that drama in the first place. I've asked you how she would feel if she knew about me and you said she had no right to care. The things you said about her really had me naively believing I wasn't doing anything wrong by being involved with you. Needless to say, this is just way too messy and I wish you the best with everything. Very mature. Yeah. I don't think I would have handled it the same way when I was 25. No, she was very mature about it, especially Mm -hmm. after getting all these, you know, messages from Karen. So so I said, okay, we'll call his ass out. So we did. Fuck you, Tyler. Yeah, Tyler. Piece of fucking shit. And then I said to her, were there any red flags that you saw before all this came out? And she said, yes, well, the fact that he was still married and living with his wife was sketched right off the bat, but I gave him the benefit of the doubt. We only talked on Facebook. We didn't even have each other's numbers because he said he didn't want his wife to be able to see on the phone bill that he was talking to me and use it against him in the divorce, which I, of course, called him out on based on Wisconsin being a no-fault state where affairs, you know, she already Mm -hmm. said that. She said, and to top it off, he had diabetes, erectile dysfunction, and a vasectomy, (laughs) so no carbs, sugar, dick, or kids with him. Which I was trying to overlook the audacity from such a lacking man. Oof. Fuck yeah. yeah. And then she said he did take some pills one night when they hung out like Viagra, but they didn't work. He yeah, was so why, also. I mean, you're 25. Why are you even wasting your time at that point? Well, to be fair, she is divorced at 25 already as well, too. Who cares? Which she has a beautiful daughter from. I'm just so. saying, why are you wasting your time with somebody who can't even hit his dick hard? I think that her thought was like, well, maybe try like an older man. Maybe he's more mature than her ex-husband, <laughs> you know? That backfired. Yeah. Poor, this poor girl, because she deserves so much better. She's such a sweetheart. She sure. really is. She's a great mom. Her daughter is just a beautiful little girl, and you she takes good care of her daughter like Mm -hmm. she's a good mom yeah you know so she does deserve somebody good and 
God, I hope she finds it. But fuck Tyler. She said he was also the kind of dad who boasted about all he did for his kids, which kind of made me wonder why he felt the need to share every single ride he gave them, pictures of toys he got them, all the times he made them lunches or dinners, etc. Because that was probably the only time he was doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I know you're a parent. Good for you. You know, like, yeah. (laughs) You should be doing these things. You should be doing these things. Yeah. Yeah, She does these things for her daughter all the time, doesn't post about it, you know, like, Uh damn. Well, I'm glad she's out of that. Me too. On to the next. Yeah. I just, I keep telling her, I'm putting out vibes in the universe for you for a good man to come your way. And apparently your vibes work because of the meat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well, yeah, I and I didn't start sending her out these vibes till after shit had fucking Tyler entered her life. So hopefully she finds herself a good she one because she deserves it. But fuck Tyler, yeah. still. <laughs> what We're a over fucking you. jerk. So uh, Samantha, who sent in the Ed Gein, uh, your neighbor sausage story, also had a red flag story for us. So she said, hi, love the podcast this week. I have a relationship red flag story, unfortunately. I'm bisexual and was dating a girl who identified as a lesbian. One day she kissed me and afterwards said, you're lucky I love you in a really cutesy voice. Thinking she was going to say something nice, I asked her why. This is insane to me. She said... Because most girls wouldn't want to date a girl who's had a dick in her mouth. It really grosses me out, but I do it because I love you. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) She said, like, bro, what? Turns out she had some serious internalized biphobia and took it out on me rather than dealing with it. We broke up five years ago. She's engaged to a man now. What? 10 out of 10, do not recommend dating anyone who puts you down for your sexuality or for anything about yourself, to be honest. I agree. Now... I just, I, whether, whatever your sexual preference is, bringing up a sexual experience with somebody in your past during is a no. An, an intimate time yeah. is gross. It's yeah. tacky. Unless the person's asking you for it, but that was clearly not being asked for. Right. I'm with the theory in general, you don't need to talk about each other's sexual past. Like, what what purpose does it serve in your future, in, like, the here and now? Yeah, you both have fucked people before most of the time. Unless you've been together since you were, like, 16, y'all have fucked and sucked a lot of people before you met each other, you know? But who cares? Like, put it so delicately. (laughs) (laughs) You know me. Always putting things real delicately. But, like, what's the point of torturing yourself thinking about that stuff? Like... It, it doesn't matter. It's in the past. That's where it should stay. It doesn't yes. fucking matter. And unless that's clearly not the time to bring it up. No. Unless there's a, you know, extreme circumstance where there was something, a sexual trauma that happened in the past that you want your partner to be aware of because it's something you need to work through, then yes. I think there's certain times where it's necessary to have a conversation. Sure. But if you're just asking somebody, oh, well, who did you used to fuck or how many people have you fucked? Mm-mm. No, no, it's a no. It doesn't matter. I I hate that. I love you. <laughs> I swear I'm not drinking. I'm like. No, but I get it. It's, you know, you can't change it. So, I mean, I dated a guy who wanted to know every, like, detail about everything. And, and it's it, like, why? It makes you very uncomfortable because, first of all, sometimes you don't want to 
relive some of the stuff or think about some of that stuff. And not only that, but it's like, to me, it's your insecurity if you need to know that sort of stuff. You can be curious, like, of who somebody dated. That's fine, you know, like, but to know, I don't. Dirty details. It's a slippery slope and... Was his dick bigger than mine? No good's going to come out yeah, of it. Yeah. Do you want to know the answer to that question? Because what if the dick was bigger? It probably was. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? why would you want to know? Uh, or maybe you're yeah. making me reminisce. I'm like, damn, that was some good dick. Like, that's what you want me to think about? You know? Exactly. And like, you, why set yourself up for something right. like that? It, it's in the past, like, for a reason, you know? Unless you're still currently fucking one of those people from your past, like... You don't need to know about it. And if you're jealous about a past sexual partner, yeah, that's a huge red flag because that's your insecurities. Yeah. I mean, I know when I first started dating Maddie, I had a whole slew of like my own insecurities and things that I personally needed to work through. But I told Maddie, I said, like, basically, listen, I've been through a lot and I promise I will do everything in my power to not take out on you. The things that my exes have done to me because none of it is your fault. Right. And I said, now (laughs) there might be times where I will slip up or I might have a crazy moment. And I said, but bear with me and I promise you it will be worth it. And honestly, I think when we first started dating, I had (laughs) one time I can clearly remember a friend of mine, which I think is bullshit. She shouldn't have done this in the first place, but she messaged me telling me that one of these girls we knew said she wanted to have sex with my husband. Well, obviously, he's Maddie, my boyfriend at the time. And I found this out and it just irritated me because, you know, it was a new relationship and you just have your own like yeah. insecurities in a new relationship. You just started fucking him, right? Right. Yeah. And so like I brought it up to him and he got so mad at me. And I was like, I can't understand why you're getting mad right now. He goes, what does this person have to do with us? And yeah. I was like, yeah. Right. yeah, I felt like the biggest idiot, asshole. But I also never really had somebody just be calm and patient about it, right? right? You know, and it was like such an eye opener for me because it's like, yeah, I'm sure there's guys out there who want to have sex with me. Like, right. what's the yeah. difference? So is he supposed to get mad about, about it every that? time? Yeah. So yeah, he's right. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely went through my share of shit and I'm glad that <laughs> I had like the wherewithal and the maturity to be like, not right. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm also on the stand too, though. If it was like um, a previous relationship where they didn't break up on bad terms, they're, you know, there just wasn't meant to be, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with like st- still being cordial, you know. With those people, you know. You know, I know a lot of the people Maddie had dated and, like, I knew them before him, you know. Like, it's not like – I don't know how to explain this to make it sound like I, like, (laughs) was, like, not a girl's girl. I went out with – you know, they weren't, like, my close friends. They were just, like, mutual friends, whatever. And I would see them – especially when we first started dating, I would see them out randomly all the time. I was never mean to them. Never, like, Because you know what? Like, they didn't work out for a reason and we're together for a reason. Well, and in some instances, it was a long relationship, you know. So if if your partner, you know, spent eight years of their life with an ex of theirs, that was still a a big portion of their life. They're not just going to forget. 
forget about, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, they have lots of memories that are associated with this person. I don't think that's a bad thing. Like you should never speak of them. I'm actually friends on social media with Chris's ex. She seems like a really nice girl. Like I would hang out with her, you know. You know what? You are just a secure woman. I don't know if I want to be hanging out with them. Oh, I would. She seems like a cool chick. (laughs) (laughs) It's because you're a cool chick. Well, tell that to my kids. My kids don't think I'm cool. Eh, Britain does. Yeah, my oldest doesn't. So I have some small, like, little red flags that okay. were sent in, um, which I think are are fun to discuss, too. I will absolutely not date a girl who is uncomfortable being single for periods of time. Some people absolutely have to be in a relationship to feel comfortable with themselves, and I see this as a huge weakness and strive to avoid it. I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to disagree here. If you're, if you can't have time where you're just by yourself and okay with being by yourself, that could say a lot about you. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I was always kind of like a habitual dater. Like I always wanted to date somebody, but my biggest growth always came from the times I was like completely single for months and months and months. And like I learned the most about myself. And then ultimately I learned the shit I'm not going to deal with and what I don't want. So, Which I think is hugely important. Mm -hmm. It's important to learn those things and spend some time with yourself because if you can't figure any of that stuff out... yeah, it could cause issues in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was an interesting red flag. I never really thought about that one. I haven't either. All right. <laughs> this one says, if he noticed someone checking me out, he would immediately point out my flaws, like a pimple on my face or my weight. He would also tell me when he thought another girl was prettier than me and would always brush it off as a joke. But I knew deep down he wasn't joking. Thank God I realized he was an insecure, insecure little dweeb. Exactly what that is. That's insecurity yeah. right there. What a fucking dick. Like <laughs> going out of their way to make you feel less than. <sighs> yeah. One of my first serious relationships was like that where it was constantly – it was comparing me to other girls all the time and it was awful. That's awful. And then it's like you almost get like brainwashed to – aspire to dress a certain way or look a certain way and yeah when you can see the light and get out of something like that is liberating oh i hate that you should never go out of your way to make somebody feel less than or insecure like no and if if you it doesn't even have to happen a bunch of times but if you notice that behavior with somebody bring it up to their attention maybe they don't know that they're doing it but if they know that they're doing it that's a huge red flag and that's not going to get any better no run Run for this one. Very short Percocet addiction. <laughs> yeah, that's a red flag yep, for sure. That's not good. It, yeah. That's another one. It's only going to get worse. Mm-mm. Yeah, probably. And that's another thing where, oh, that's a lot of personal help and work that that person has to do mm-hmm. on themselves to overcome addiction. And you can't, you can't fight that battle for somebody else. Yep. You cannot... You know, and they have to want to fight that battle for themselves too. So, ooh, I mean, my heart goes out to, you know, anyone suffering from addiction. I lost my first husband to addiction. He overdosed, you know, so I have been through it. Mm-hmm. I fucking get it and it's awful and I don't wish it on anybody. So I'm not saying that, you know, like, fuck anyone who's addicted to anything, but man, it's a long road and. You can't help somebody. And they ultimately have to want to be clean more than you want it for them. Mm -hmm. And you can't change 
somebody no. because you want it to happen. They have to do it on their own. Oh, yeah. They have to do it on their own. They have to That's want to do it on their own. any bad habit, yeah. too. You know, you can't – smoking or lifestyle change of, like, exercising or how they eat, whatever, like, they have to want it. And if you want it more right. than them and it's something that bothers you, it, it's tough. Yeah. And my first husband was very good at hiding his addiction from me when we first started dating. You know, I mean, of course, looking back on it now, I could see little red flags here and there. But when it came out, you know, full blown, how bad his addiction was, like, I mean, I was already had I was already in love with him. Right. You know. All right. This one is would be a red flag for me. When I found out he doesn't brush his teeth every day or for several days, it was a moment that made me reflect on the whole relationship and I've never looked back. No. Yeah, that's gross that's a basic personal hygiene that is that like doesn't sit well with me it makes me very queasy if i was like so tired the night before i forgot to brush my teeth when i went to bed i wake up the next morning and that's the first thing i'm like ugh. i'm not even talking about like if you skip brushing every once in a while but for somebody who's like habitually not brushing for days yuck you know but no and then you want, you want to, like, French kiss? I don't think so. No. Mm-mm. There's so much bacteria in your mouth. <laughs> Brush your teeth. <laughs> here is a red flag that I, again, didn't think of. There's some good ones here. If your significant other lies casually to other people to avoid the most mundane things, but claims they never lie to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, lying. Even if it's, like, white lies about stuff, like, stuff that obviously, you know, isn't going to really hurt somebody else's, you know there's more to it. Yeah. Yeah. You're just scratching the surface there. For sure. Because if they're just casually lying to other people about shit that doesn't even matter, Mm -hmm. it's like, what else are they lying about? Yep. And I tend to think that those people are, like, the pathological liars, right? Agreed. Because if you're lying about mundane shit, you're going to have a hard time keeping – your story straight. My now ex-boyfriend once broke into my house to use the restroom. He mentioned that whenever he pooped, he had to take a bath or else he didn't feel clean. I'm almost positive that he pooped, took a bath, and then chilled on my couch. <laughs> but he broke into her house. <laughs> to poop? <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily a red flag for me. I would because it's like he had to go and he went where he felt comfortable. And he cleaned himself afterwards. <laughs> he cleaned himself, but I what thought it was funny. What kind of poop was he having where he had to take a bath afterwards? It seems like that's what any time he pooped, he had to make sure his hiney was clean. Why wouldn't you take a shower over a bath though? If you take a bath, you're just <laughs> sitting in the poo water. <laughs> Poodicles everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Like, why a bath? Standing (laughs) water to clean yourself after your poo? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. I would think you would want running water. Unless he just, like, put his butthole up to the faucet. (laughs) She once said early in the relationship, friends just seem to stop talking to me or never inviting me to hang out for no reason. I just don't get it. Should have been a giant red flag for I never take personal responsibility for how I act or how I treat others. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. It is. I know people like that. <laughs> you just got like your eyes are so wide. You got so <laughs> serious. I know people like that. The habitual like it's never their fault. It's always everybody else's fault. Mm-hmm. Well, that universally that's not possible. You have to be wrong sometimes. Should I've had friendships like that where you're just like, okay, 
Next. Mm-hmm. I, I have too. You know, it's always your fault. You're always the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, well, we all have our faults, right? Like, no one's perfect. Gina, I think you wrote this one in. <laughs> oh, God. For the life of him, he could not do a puzzle. So unattractive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know me, I love my puzz. Mm-hmm. I be steady puzzin. <laughs> I didn't choose the puzz life. The oh, puzz okay. life All chose right. me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I am currently working on a puzzle right now that is three thousand pieces and I think I bit off more than I can chew because I can't fit them all on my table. Oh. What's it of? A bunch of Volkswagen cars. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, my husband bought it. Okay. You know, he loves his cars. I mean, who cares? A puzzle's a puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. A puzz is a puzz is a puzz. (laughs) (laughs) My kids will never puzz with me either. I don't have time to puzzle. I'd love to. You had to be cool and call it puzz, though, not puzzle. I'll call it puzzle. Oh my god, I am a dork. I can't help it. There's nothing else to do in the winters in Wisconsin. Okay, drink wine and put a puzzle puzz together. (laughs) Okay, what's your next story? (laughs) (laughs) Moving along. An excessive desire for attention from anyone. Oh yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, that's Mm -mm. a big that's up there with the one uppers and like Debbie Downers. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. like that's like a trifecta too much no i was with this girl for like a long time my attention was never enough for her and she would go too far with other guys just to get them to like love her she would then tell me all about them just to get a reaction it was hell mm-hmm. yeah and that's another secu- insecurity thing mm-hmm. no thanks yeah that's a red flag that's like boop. yeah no don't want to Go down the road with this one any further. He invited me to lunch near his job, a place he had gone to with coworkers, and he assured me the food was amazing. He asked if he could order for me since he knew what was good, proceeded to order me a water and a side salad, then slid a bottle of hydroxy cut across the table to me and said <gasps> he think I, he thinks I should try to get more fit. Oh, no. No. I would have stood up, taken that damn water, and... and- Dumped Put it, it over your head. head. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's disgusting. Not a way to go about anything, in my opinion. No. And if you're not happy with the way someone else looks, then why are you dating them? Right. Then, then move on to the next. Like, I don't you know even what? understand that. He probably felt 100% comfortable in his own skin and did not need the guy he was seeing to tell him otherwise. You know, like that's a way to really make like fuck up somebody's security and confidence. Mm -mm. Yeah. And I don't like that. It's never your responsibility of somebody else's weight. Right. Like. Right. That's what we were saying before. Every time we talked, the conversation always ended with him saying I was cheating. Not (laughs) one conversation went without that detail after he 
broke up with me, I found out that he was in a relationship that had been going on for about yep. four years. That I've been there, done that. Uh, personal relationship of my own. Every time I went anywhere, went to the grocery store, went anywhere, I was out banging somebody else. Come to find out, no, he was banging somebody else. Yeah. So that's exactly where I was going to go with that. Mm-hmm. If they didn't find out that it, I'm like, for sure, that person is cheating on them. Yeah. That shit gets old real fast. Real fast. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Mm-mm. <laughs> Just and you know what? Sometimes you still stay with these people. <laughs> I know. I've been guilty of that where there's like red flags fucking slapping you in the face and you're like, it's fine. I'm gonna change him. Yeah. Never never works nope, out that way. It doesn't. Mm-mm. He was staying with my family over Christmas. He was going through my phone without my permission in front of my family. I didn't want to make a scene, so I let it go. Then he angrily shoved the phone in my face, opened on a message from another man, my best friend at the time, simply saying, you're cute. Proceeded to take me into the next room to scream and argue with me because I was talking to a friend who thought I was cute. All while my family was sat listening, trying to watch Elf. The same night, I saw messages on his phone to a woman friend of his, an ex, saying that she was beautiful and he wanted to meet up with her. So pretty much the same same thing thing. that you had just said. But I went through this one night where – do you remember how – on when you used to plug in your Apple phone or unplug it, it made a noise? Mm -hmm. Yeah. One night I was sleeping and woke up to – hearing my phone being disconnected and he went into the bathroom and locked himself in the bathroom with my phone to try to find something on my phone that was ridiculous it was like yeah. embarrassing awful Ugh. yeah <laughs> oh thank you lord for where i'm at in my life now <laughs> right i look back at some of the relationships i'm like what was i thinking <laughs> like why did i even tolerate half of that shit you it's know? funny because sometimes i'll tell maddie like start like for some reason something will come up in conversation he's like i can't picture you dealing with somebody like that i'm like i can't believe i did either Mm-mm. it's so for me it's shocking too but i mean i'm a totally different person now than i was in my 20s oh me too and i feel like i've especially like when i was like 29 turning 30 i learned so much about myself that there's no going back for me now Yeah. I don't think I you could pay me to relive my 20s, that's for sure. I think if if I could go back and relive my 20s where I am at now mentally and in my relationship and you know like just be able to shave off some years again, I would do that. But to go back and like just be like this I don't know, insecure, trying to please everybody type of person Mm -hmm. and just not really knowing who I am. I don't want that. Right. But I think that's what your 20s are about, right? Like learning who you are and what you... Yeah, but fuck, man. Part of my 20s was on camera. And like looking back, I'm like, oh, who is that person? That is... What? No. Be like, (laughs) screw you and walk away. (laughs) Like, what are you doing, Melinda? Right. Yeah. So... It's hard to swallow. It is. That's like. Well, I thought you were great on the show. (laughs) You've never even seen it. I think. I have. I've seen like. I have. I saw like five minutes of it once. (sighs) You know what? It was a different time. And like, 
I feel like a lot of women could relate to what I was going through, but now it's like knowing who I am now and looking back on it. Yes, but if you hadn't learned the lessons Mm -hmm. you learned and went through what you went through, you wouldn't be where you are today, right? True. So Very true. But if only I just didn't let that lesson linger as long as I did. You know, if I could change it that way, I would. Yeah. I I feel that. Lying about everything. Said he was white Hispanic. Nope. Then Irish. Nope. (laughs) Crazy stories about... Nope. (laughs) Crazy stories that glorified him some way or another. Honorably discharged. Nope. Deployed to Iraq. Nope. Combat vet. Obvious nope. Being a tattoo artist and good at it. Nope. Oh, my God. I could go on and on and on. I could even write a book. Dang, sounds like this girl. Dude, seriously, my cousin dated this girl. She had every fucking job under the sun. She was a veterinarian. She was a bartender. She was a nurse. It was like literally you could say, oh, like my my other cousin who wasn't seeing her, he's like, yeah, my cat needs to get his vaccinations or whatever. And she's like, oh, I can do that. And my cousin let this chick vaccinate (laughs) – cat with god knows what but it was like every time it it was awful i i could not imagine being and thank god that for my cousin that relationship crashed and burned because he is married to a wonderful woman and they have two kids and just like it it ended up working out for him too but for a while there i was like what are you doing? Yeah. And I'm, you know, it was one of those where you're like on the outside looking. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh my God. So was she a pilot too? She and was- then it's funny because when they finally broke up, he was like, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, we all tried. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Every, any job. Oh, she did that. You know, oh, I did that. Yeah. I work in a cardiology office. Oh, yeah. I would do your nose and throat. Oh, yeah. You know, like I actually have, used to do pedicures. And you're like, what? what? <laughs> like, how do you have time to learn all this stuff? <laughs> Have you time yeah. to go to school for all this? No. Like right after we had sex for the first time, while he was still inside me, he said, "Well, that felt different than with my ex." <gasps> no, <gasps> no, no. That's just as bad as the uh, diet pill. Yeah, or that you had a dick in your mouth. <laughs> just. God. Oh, people, man. Y'all are nasty out there. What, who, who raised you? All right. I have one last one. He wanted me to spend less time with my friends and more time with him. I already spent most of my time with him. He was at my house when I woke up before school, and he'd be waiting for me when I got off. He'd be at my home at the crack of dawn on weekends and spend all weekend there. I made the mistake of making plans without him, and that hurt his feelings horribly. I dated somebody like this. Red flag, red flag, red flag. This guy that I dated, he was a mechanic and he would go out to my car and like (gasps) unhook stuff (laughs) so that like my car wouldn't start and I couldn't leave. Yeah. (gasps) Isn't that crazy? I would be forever scared like he cut the brakes or. Yeah. And I was in high school. I had a curfew, you know, and my I had to be home and like my car wouldn't start. And he'd be like, oh, it's fine. I'm like, no, it's not fine. I'd have to like call my dad. And then, you know, while I'm calling my dad trying to figure it out, he'd be like, oh, I got your car started. Yeah. That's that's scary. It was like like smothering. Serial killer shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was like smothering. Like literally, I wasn't, uh, he didn't want me to, well, what about me? Like, mm, you're going to hang out with me. You're going to hang out with your friends. 
Ugh. And it was, was he just, in high he was not in high school. He's older than you. He was older than me. That's even worse. Mm-hmm. Like in high school, I at least get it because you're all a little immature. But if he's like older than you, I assumed because he you said he was a mechanic that like Yeah, he wasn't that much older than me. I think he graduated like a year or two. I'm just saying he still wasn't in high school. Yeah, no. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was annoying. It was like, it was not it to me. That was like so unattractive. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I would just become less and less attractive to him because I was like, ugh, yeah, that's a red flag. If if that if you can't have your own time and hanging out with your own friends and time to breathe, mm-hmm. like yeah. God, I know. <gasps> I would be so scared. I would. I know different times, but I'd like Uber. I would never bring my car anywhere. Yeah. Well, I didn't find out he was doing this till later. Oh, my God. Like, how fucking creepy. Yeah, and your dad's probably like, your car won't start? Well, your mechanic boyfriend can fix it when he's causing the problem. Right. Yeah. Isn't that scary? scary. I don't like that. Yeah. Uh. And then, like, I got out of that relationship. I was like, God, this guy's fucking nuts. Then one of my friends started dating him, and she's like, he's crazy. I'm like, Die. <laughs> you fucking didn't. So did he do the same thing to her then too? Was he like oh yes, one hundred percent. That is just his personality type mm-hmm. then. Oh, I don't like that. Like that is that is. I'm gonna think about it. Like two o'clock in the morning, I'm gonna be thinking about this guy. Well, I'm glad you're out of that relationship. I'm glad I'm out of oh all of mine. Gosh, yeah. Because I am the happiest I've ever been in my life, and I know my worth and. I'm sure I gave some guys some red flags. Yeah, too. and I mean, not that any every relationship is perfect, right? Like we all have our ups and downs in relationships, but I mean, you have to you have to find that person that you know you know Fits how you're to, crazy, yeah, mm-hmm. or you, that knows how to fight with you. Like you're gonna fight, but you need to know how to fight with each yeah. other, you yep. know, and picking and choosing your battles, you know. Oh, I mean, I'm just lucky I found somebody to put up with me, so. Well, whenever Chris gets sick of you, there's always me. (laughs) (laughs) And then you'll have to marry Maddie, too. Well, next week is our true crime. Um, So if you have any suggestions, anyone you'd like us to cover, you can send that in. And then we have not picked a topic for the week after that yet. Mm, We haven't. So we do have some in the files, but always if you have another suggestion. We have a lot. We have a lot. You guys were awesome. Still sending them in, I think. It's like every week or so we get a few new ones. So thanks. Yeah. So if you have any more you'd like us to cover, yeah, fucking send them in. Blonde Moments Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can slide in our DMs. <laughs> Beautiful. I feel like we always have to have one episode with a little singing in there. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to end with our blonde joke. How do you confuse a blonde? Mm. I know there's a lot of these I've mm-hmm. heard. Um, I'm probably going to get it right. You ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put a blonde in a circle and tell her to find the corner. Mm-mm. No. Okay. You don't. They're born that way. 